2 Corinthians chapter 12, a church is a family. And Paul is writing to a church that he knew had struggles. And uh, a lot of times that we have struggles because of life's problems. We have struggles from two sources. Every one of us in this room have struggles that we bring on ourselves, and then just life brings us struggles. That's it. That's the only two. Life can be a lot. That can be a big one. You know, you could. <clears throat> Paul had struggles. We'll read that in just a second. And. You know, all of us have struggles that uh, something we do or don't do. But God's Word promises that He would never put on us more than we can handle, more than we can bear. That's, not, that's in 1 Corinthians 10, by the way. But we're going to read here, verse 7. And lest I should be exalted above measure... Through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, comma, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, comma, lest I should be exalted above measure. So, and, I, and I've preached this before, a thorn in the flesh, and it's not named. So right here we know, the, but we know the source of this one. This was not, Paul did not bring this on himself, did he? This was a messenger of Satan. But what was he doing? doesn't matter. What was this person doing? I would say person being. He was throwing something at Paul. It doesn't matter temptation trial and then it says in verse 8 for this thing i besought the lord if you have a king james bible it says thrice just just in my brain and your brain we say three times that it might depart from me all of us are going to have times that we have struggles in life in our church, listen, if you struggle in your life and you're going through a difficulty in your life, that time of difficulty, and some of you have had times of difficulty, and it could be, it could be some of you have faced cancer. Some of you have faced a heartache. Some of you have faced other things. And God doesn't always deliver, does He? Sometimes He just walks through the storm with you. It's kind of like that poem, Footprints in the Sand. And He looked back at when there was, there was just one set of footprints. He said, Lord, why did you abandon me during those tough times? He said, it was then that I carried you. And it's a great poem. And it, but it's a biblical poem because he says in Hebrews 13, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Folks, the two greatest things 
that you should be able to cling to during a tough time is you cling to the Lord and you have your church family. You say, well, yeah, I've got my husband, my wife, but I'm, I'm talking about a spiritual entity or spiritual body looking at it from here. And yes, you can cling to your mom, your I mean your relatives, your husband, your wife, and that's good if you can cling to a family member. But spiritually speaking, we rely on the Lord for the tough times. Now, everybody in this room, you've had tough times. It says, for this I besought the Lord thrice. That it, So there's two things happening in that verse, whether you're looking on the screen or your Bible. Two things are happening. Number one, he had three tough times, and he prayed about it all three times. All three times, God told Paul no. And Paul's a pretty good, solid Christian, isn't he? He's a pretty solid servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, and you all know this already. If God can tell the Apostle Paul no, can he tell us no? Said, I, I, you need to have this. You need to go through this. I don't understand why. I really don't care to carry this. I don't care to do this. Look at verse 9. And he said unto me, now this, of course, in my Bible is red letter edition. And it may be in yours. God, Jesus, because did you know Jesus and Paul spoke often, even though Jesus is in his glorified body and just appears every now and then, like on the road to Damascus. And then also, if you read Galatians chapter 1, you find out he was schooled by the Lord for three years in the desert of Arabia. And that was a seminary to go to. <laughs> what does he say? My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength, who's the my? Who's speaking? Jesus. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Whose weakness? Paul's. Then Paul says, oh, okay. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my affirmities, my weaknesses, my my places where I'm struggling, I'm struggling that the power of Christ may rest upon me. It's been a while. You know, I, I pray for our church and I, I pray every day and my my heart breaks whenever... Any church member struggling. And you don't realize how preachers and pastors, God, if God wired them to have half a grain of salt, that they hurt when church members are hurting. And they care when church members are going through any difficulty. Anything in life. I wish sometimes that you could be like the Lord and be in more than one place at one time, but obviously you and I can't do that, can we?
can't be in more than one spot at a time. But folks, sometimes the greatest thing that can happen to a church, and that God's been blessing us. He's blessed us. There are several of you that have started coming our way, and we're excited to have you. But I, I want Jesus to be preeminent in our church and nothing else. Does that make sense? I want Jesus, and you, and we should say that too, I want Jesus to be preeminent, number one in our church and nothing else. And that's what Paul was saying. Oh, so when I struggle, sometimes it can give you glory. When I'm going through a difficulty and I've got thorns, I've got heartache, I've got discouragement, I've got whatever, this can bring you glory? Oh, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, my problems, my heartaches, my whatever. Why? You get the glory that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Is the thing we haven't done in a while is we haven't had a a testimony service in a while. And I want to give you a moment or two to think about number one. What has Jesus done for you? What has Jesus done for you? And just, I want you to think about what you say tonight will be an encouragement to somebody else here. And folks, shouldn't we, if we can't come to church and encourage each other, something's not right. Amen. If we cannot come to church and encourage each other, then the devil has put a something to, to block that and hinder that. You know what I mean? We should be able to encourage each other. Anybody, can you think of something that Jesus has done for you? And would you be willing to share that tonight? Anybody? I'd like to say that the last few months of my life have been a lot of good. I Can you name something that Jesus has done for you tonight? Would you like to share it tonight? Anybody? What has Jesus done for you?
That's true. And I wish the young people now could realize what we realize now is that it's not the things of the world, it's the it's the joy and how blessed we are. I just feel so blessed. Amen. Amen. That's great. Anyone else? Thank you. 
are playing God for young people. I'll talk about the opportunity to canvas your life on that space on the panel. You really enjoy it. I told you, I thought, I want to just know you being out there. I thought this money's not money. I think there's nothing really spectacular about this money and salvation. The Bible is funny that God can't be from this. He didn't bring the fruit out of this. And uh, I'm blessed for your family and the grace of God and the kingdom of my life. And helping me make decisions that I do. And I, I try to teach them that. Um, I'm thankful for a place that we open our doors to kids. If you had a box of one and you see a whole gym full of kids, the opportunity to tell them about Jesus is the most moving thing that you can ever endure. I think it's just a place where kids can come and feel safe. And somebody told the truth. Our kids are watching the world every day. They want to know the truth. They seek the truth. But I'm so thankful our church has that mission. I'm reaching out to those kids and I'm so disappointed for my ladies. I thought we pulled a family. And that's exactly what I'm supposed to say. You know, we don't have family. We don't live in a family. We don't have You're my family. You're my family. I just have my phone early or this morning with my grandma. You know, I'm everybody here. Now, the men of our church family and Mark will have our kids to be on your prayers and your family, your support of our family. We feel it every single day. And we hope you feel that tonight. But that's exactly what it is. It's building love. It's building friendship. And that's what I'm trying to correct my sins tonight. We pray for each other. That's the only way we can And I'm just thankful that we are teaching the truth and that we are reaching out. That's the most important thing we can ever do. Is to reach out to God and bring them in and share what we know. Amen. And having a lot of kids in church is always messy but it's always worth it and uh, that's just part of dealing with youngins amen Amen. worth every bit of it anyone else God's grace is on your life has God blessed you with what has Jesus done for you Anyone. When I was young, I came aboard that uh, saved me physically and spiritually. And allowed uh, a poor old country boy that probably should never have been able to realize the dreams that he just allowed me to realize. And introduced an angel to my life and allowed uh, me to raise two precious children of his. Um, he's introduced. So many good people in our lives, and has allowed us to partake in so many adventures. That's why it's here, and most recently, as Lee said this morning, um, I so envy the courage and the self confidence that he instilled in these young uh, children that they had around our city, I suppose. <clears throat> I had no idea what to expect, and I cannot wait to. Get on the road and later on that day, call our friends and share with them that lesson. It's amazing. Amen. I wish that I had the courage and the confidence to be shown to them. But I saw me today. I didn't have it when I was that age. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Allen. Anyone else? 
right? So, what a blessing that you can be on a young person and not even realize it. Anyone else? Time for one or two more. landed upon your heart to know that the very last verse we'll read tonight is verse 10 which says this therefore Paul says I take pleasure in infirmities problems in persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake for when I'm weak then am I strong I, the last words that Brother Lee shared a while ago was been my whole life I've said I'm, I'm nothing God why call me to preach and I'll never forget when he took that four by four across my head and led me to First Corinthians chapter one, where it says God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God uses the weak things to confound the things which are mighty. And then it ends up that no flesh should glory in his presence. I'm nothing and, I, and then it was like a light bulb came on because he was I was thinking I had to be something to be called into the ministry and he said Michael you're weak and you're foolish and that's perfect and I am 
weak and foolish. Thorns and problems and distresses and persecutions. But it's His strength that matters, doesn't it? If there's somebody here tonight, this summer, uh, we're going to have prayer, and I'm on, we're going to not have a specific invitation, but we're going to have a special prayer. Hang with me. I'm, I'm burdened for the marriages in our church. Uh, this summer, I've done a lot of counseling, a lot of talking to different ones. Probably half a dozen couples past six months. But all that, you said, well, I wonder who it is. It doesn't matter. You should pray for the families in our churches, in our church. You should pray for the marriages in our church. Everybody. And even you look around us and you can look at me, even me and Karen, I want you to pray for our marriage. Not because we're having problems, because I don't want any. That's the way all of us should be. And then can we be an example to somebody else? And you, you too, can encourage somebody else tonight. Here's the way we're going to end it up. Um, and again, if you need to talk to me, the invitation's open, and it's not about me, it's not about time it's about I'm a phone call away I'm available if you just need to turn to the Lord tonight while these people are praying you just pray and pour your heart out to the Lord and say God give me more courage and if I need to be weakened in order for you to be stronger then Lord send the rain and uh, I'm going to have uh Brother Lee, if you would not mind, start us off. Then I'm going to ask Brother Steve. And then I'm going to ask Brother Dale. If y'all would not mind leading us in prayer. And everybody else be praying while they're praying. And Brother Dale, you'll finish us up.
encourage 